Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 57 about Little Havana in Miami. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by Bookshop. Bookshop is an online bookstore that allows you to shop both your local bookstore or bookshops across the country. We use Bookshop to compile our favorite road trip resources, fun beach reads, or classic favorites. It's easy to use and each purchase supports the bookstore you choose. Or if you don't choose a bookstore, proceeds are divided among hundreds of bookstores across the country. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash bookshop to see our must-read lists and start shopping local today. All right, before we talk about Little Havana, Christina, Florida tip of the week. Yeah, so this is a good tip um, going along with what we're doing this week is finding pockets of culture. I, I love that I wrote that, by the way. You just did saying, write that. I'm, you know, going to pat myself on the back yeah, for that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a great tip considering what we're talking about. And so if you're interested in learning more about culture, uh, Google where you're going and, and find out what some of the culture is in the area you're going, really. All over Florida, though, there's culture everywhere. Um, for example, places like... Little Havana. I mean, how convenient. Oh, how, imagine how I wrote that. <laughs> I don't know where you came up with that. But there's also places like Eatonville that are important places um, to our Florida culture and black culture, Hispanic culture, German culture, Irish culture. I mean, you can find it all yeah. just by a little Google. And I found a lot that um, are on Visit Florida's Visit website. Florida's fantastic for that because it gives you an all-inclusive everything. It's all right there for you. Culture. Exactly. So also, you know, I mean, we are heading down toward Miami today, and boy, does it, that that temperature changes down there. Tanya. Miami is hot, 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 hot. So in regard to that, let's not forget our sunscreen. Good point. This week, we are pleased to welcome back Amy from the Florida Travel Girl, our favorite, you know, our favorite name because yeah. she's, we're the Florida Travel Pod. She's the Florida Travel Girl. Hi, Amy. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to have you. Thanks, Tanya. Thanks, Christina. I'm glad to be back. You last heard Amy on episode 46 when we talked about pet-friendly locations throughout the state of Florida. And this week, we're going to talk all about her trip to Miami and specifically the Little Havana area. I was watching Amy's stories on Instagram when she did something, when she visited the Miami area and she visited Little Havana and I was obsessed. So I had to, I said, we've got to be on because we have not explored the area as much as we should have yet. So I have never been to Little Havana. I haven't been to Little Havana either. And I've barely scratched the surface in Miami. There's Same. just <laughs> so much to do. So let's just start off talking about where is Little Havana? Yeah, so it is a neighborhood in Miami. It's um, over the bridge, so just a little ways away from South Beach. Um, and it's pretty central in the Miami area. So you can take a day trip, whether you're South Beach, Wynwood, Fort Lauderdale even. Um, it's really accessible to check out. That's great, because like I said, we've, we've barely scratched the surface in Miami. And I think, you know, there's 
there is absolutely so much to do. It's the biggest city in Florida. Why have we not done? I don't know. It's funny when you drive <laughs> to Miami, it's like you, you get to that, to that place where you can see Miami and it's like, boom, this big city. And there's nothing else like that in Florida that I can think of that's that big. I mean, maybe like Jacksonville kind of appears bigger. Tampa appears bigger, but man, Miami's huge. <laughs> yeah, it is. So um, let's talk a little bit about the history of the area. I know. Um, well, tell me first, you, you did a tour and so I'm sure you learned a little bit of the history while you're there. Yes. So, um, little Havana is uh, like a really good day trip. There are probably some Airbnbs and stuff, but, uh, mainly it's this historic neighborhood where, um, when a lot of Cubans were fleeing Cuba in the 1960s, they immigrated to, um, this part of Miami and they, um, formed the community, little Havana. And so, um, it still has a lot of its cult, uh, Cuban heritage and uh, including cuisine and um, activities like dominoes we learned a lot about. And yeah. so, yeah, it's um, a really fun place to go explore for the day. Kind of gives you a little taste of Cuba almost. Um, a lot of people are speaking Spanish. And um, yes, yeah, so you can explore on your own, but I went with Miami culinary tours and I really recommend taking a tour because we learned so much from the guide. She was really engaging and informative and took us to all the best places to eat and drink. Well, and we'll have your full review of the Miami, the Little Havana food tour in Miami as well. We'll have that linked in the show notes. But yeah, I think, I mean, goodness, you, you and I talked about this, the fact that <laughs> taking a food tour is, I mean, that's the way to go. I, we, I just finished <laughs> listening to our date night episode, Christina, which I know was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but we talked a lot about food on that episode. And, and we talked about we the did, fact that we talk about food. We did foodie time. towns, like food is works its way into all of our episodes. I mean, it's cause we're exploring cities and every city has just a little bit different, you know, oh, and it's the same here. Like this is specifically cultural to one type of food. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. which I think is is so great about Florida is that we can travel the world without leaving our state. Yeah. I mean, and you so don't have to go to Epcot to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to go back to what you were talking about and we'll we'll talk more about the food in a second, but I want to go back and talk a little bit about Domino's. So tell me yes. what that was all about. I think that's really kind of cool too. Yeah, so there are a lot of different historic sites, but one of them is the famous Domino Park and basically oh. Um, people have been gathering there. It's like a chess um, park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was it just started with a few tables um on the corner of Calle Ocho, so like Eighth Street. Um and but slowly it's become a historical landmark and they even added like an awning and stuff. And people go there every day to play dominoes, but you really have to be like involved in like the community too. <laughs> Yeah, so and you're not you're not gonna just walk up there, sit down and play a game of dominoes, right? No, no. <laughs> and you got to know the rules too. I'm sure. I wanted to ask if you had played, but I guess not. <laughs> I actually have, but not there. Yeah, no, I meant <laughs> yeah, I meant I there, like sit at the table with the with them and sit and play. Oh no, um, you can watch them though, and they're pretty intense. So they, the guy told us that some people go every single day. It's their life. <laughs> I, I'm sure it is. It's just like you said, like with the chess park where yeah. where people go and play chess or, you know, something like this where they go and play dominoes. So you can just stand and watch people play. Oh, That's yeah. that you don't have to participate, which is great. That's 
you know, I mean, I don't know how I'd feel about, I'd feel pressure if someone was watching me. <laughs> yeah. I, apparently they like the pressure. They feel like celebrities. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a spectator <laughs> sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Who'd have thunk? Right? Exactly. So, um, so let's go and talk about this food tour. Tell me your experience with it. Yeah. So um, you start, uh, you start at the Tower Theater, get a little background, and then they dive straight in where we went to Old Havana's and got half a Cuban sandwich and a mojito. Oh. And was, yeah. Here we go, Tanya. <laughs> it had both the roast pork and the ham. Um, then the best Cuban bread. That's like one of the um, hallmarks of a Cuban sandwich. And uh, also got the fresh mojito with the sugar cane. They told us about the sugar cane. Oh, like real good mojito stuff. I love that. Exactly. Yeah, totally fresh mint and everything. So that's how it started. And then from there, it goes into more like smaller bites, which is good because I was already getting I was going to say, how do you like do a food tour and not want to be rolled away at the end, especially that kind of food? (laughs) Yeah, definitely by the end you do. Well, Um, and fortunately you're walking, right? This is a walking tour. Yeah, so you're burning some calories (laughs) as you're going. It's okay. It's true. Yeah, it all takes place on 8th Street. Um, You walk to the different restaurants. Uh, After that, we went to El Pub. And that's, um, you can dine in or there's like a counter. And so we got uh, picadillo empanadas from it, which were excellent. Um, not too spicy, really good flavors. And then from there, we got the cafecito, which was also um, next to the pub, which is like Cuban coffee. Oh, so just a little shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, this is this is why I told you this is why I had to have Amy on because yeah. I watched all of this and now I'm getting to hear about all of it. And yeah. I'm ready to go. You ready? Let's, <laughs> Let's go. go. After this, right? <laughs> Always just what we need. It's after that mojito, they give you a little shot of Cuban coffee with nice. the sugar and the cream, and it was perfect um, for a nice hot day. And then from there, it was a lot of sweets. So we, we even went to like a fruit market and nice. saw um, they have some like really cool fruit markets. That's so a counter like, all the food that you just ate, right? Have some fruit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they, they, um, a big thing in Cuba is to make sugarcane juice where they press, they push sugarcane through a machine that presses it and the juice comes out. So we had fresh sugarcane juice, which I've never had before. Neat. Uh, and then... We also had churros. There's a popular churro place there. Got some of those. And then ended with the best for last, Azucar ice cream. So that is this famous ice cream shop. Um, This woman started it after her abuela Maria, who uh, made uh, ice cream. And uh, you, the, everyone gets one little cup of it. And they recommend the abuela Maria, which has guava, and uh, Maria cookies, actually. So, what are Maria yeah. cookies? They're um, you can find them in like Latin American grocery stores. Oh. They're they're kind of like vanilla cookies. Okay. Yeah. So a little like almost graham crackery. So this was yeah. all a tour, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Two so, hour tour. And and so, okay. the, what exactly was included in your tour? Like, it, you there was a history going on. You were being told about the area yes. and the food. So, what exactly was included? Yep. So it was all the food I mentioned, and then uh, and the drink, mm-hmm. and um, then the 
walking and the guidance. And um, we also stopped at a few other interesting spots. We went to a Cuban cigar factory. And <laughs> of course, um, well, they were even like a factory, more like um, just like one guy rolling on the traditional way. <laughs> So uh, that was really cool. And we went to a few different murals and she would take pictures of us with the murals and um, also a memorial site for the Bay of Pigs Memorial. So what were some of of your favorites? I mean, everything was amazing. I really like this one mural site. Apparently um, it's all like dedicated to the history of Cuba and the people who fought against um, Fidel Castro. Um, so that had some really cool designs. There's a woman in white mural. And I guess um, one of the ways women were protesting in Cuba was just to wear white and they wouldn't speak all day. Uh, and so there's a mural dedicated to them. That's really um, for, yeah. And so you got um, also, a little history just out of the murals too. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't have known it. I think there might've been like a little sign, but she really went in depth and we learned a lot from our guide whose name was also Amy, <laughs> but um, yeah, she did a great job. She also told us about the traditional Cuban shirts. I forget what they're called, but they have four pockets. And oh, I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. The, what, they almost look like wear. linen yeah. sort of shirt, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, they look really sharp. And then they've got like apron pockets, but then they have the pockets up top too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even yes. think about that. I mean, you you learned about clothing too. How that's so <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah, we've learned really a lot about the lifestyle. They're called Guayabaras. And um, I guess the legend is that a seamstress made them um, for her husband who was picking guava in the field so he could carry four extra guavas. <laughs> in <a shop. laughs> Making him more yeah. efficient, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. How, so yeah, it was really cool. Amy, how much was this tour? So I believe it was 70 or $75. They did also recommend a tip. Of course. Was that per person or was that for the both of you? Per person. Okay. But that's still very reasonable for the amount of, you know, the food and all that entertainment. It's your food. It's your education. I mean, that's, I still think that's pretty standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole experience and, you know, you might spend a little less if you went to a restaurant, but a lot of times if you go to a restaurant, They'll give you like a huge portion. You only really get to try that one, one place. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this, you can try a variety, learn a lot. We also met some people on the tour. So it was fun talking. Um, someone was from Canada, someone was from New York. So we got to, you know, meet some people and hear what brought everybody to Miami. That's amazing. Hey, Christina, have you ever heard of Viator? I absolutely have heard of Viator. Did you know that you can use Viator to book places and tours in Florida. Yeah, there's some fantastic places that you can find on Viator. I have even booked that trolley tour that you took in St. Augustine. I was able to book that through Viator. And what I love is that if we had to change our plans, they have free cancellation. I know, 24 hours cancellation and you get a full refund, right? That's a 100% refund, isn't it? It is. And so you can find all kinds of things from trolley tours to snorkeling to even some airboat tours throughout the state of Florida. So so like a, an experience as opposed to just, oh, look up a, a, a rental to stay in or lodging. It's actual like total experience. 
Absolutely. And Viator has so many tours to choose from. They really are your all-in-one site for attractions and things to do in our Sunshine State. And I wanted to say, too, they they're, they, they work like a search platform. So you could just be like, hey, I'm, I want things to do in Miami. And it pops up with everything, right? Absolutely. So I put some of our favorite tours on our website. So to get started, if you want to go to floridatravelpod.com slash Viator, you can get started booking some of our favorite Florida attractions. And Viator is spelled V-I-A-T-O-R. So yeah. what else What else did you do while you guys were in the little Havana area? I mean, this was a two-hour tour, but this obviously didn't yes. take up your whole day. Did you spend the whole day there? Um, so we would, I say we spent like four to five hours okay. there. We got there a little early, walked around a bit more, checked out some shops. And then after the tour, we go, we want another mojito. So we went over to Ball and Chain and As they had do. some live music. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Can't just get one. No. Um, so then we went over to another bar and they had live music, which was fun. Um, there's a lot of places where you can uh, hear music. Um, a lot of people also recommend going to Versailles, I believe it's called. That's like the most famous restaurant in the area, but um, the tour tries to show you more like hidden gems that not everyone's been there. Which I like too. I mean, you go, yeah. you don't want to necessarily go to the touristy places. You want to go to where the locals go. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that is, I mean, but yeah. So you spent a good afternoon there. Yeah. Um, where now did you guys, you guys didn't stay right in little Havana. I know we talked about this a little bit offline, uh, that you stayed in Coral Gables, correct? Yes. Yep. So that's like 15 minutes away. Um, it's uh, a bit further from the beach. Coral Gables is more inland. Uh, but we stayed there for a week because it's really a location to get to all the different Miami sites from the Everglades, the South Beach, to Little Havana and Wynwood. That's that's good advice, I think, because like you said, some people are going for the beach. But if you want to go to experience the culture or experience, you know, like the Everglades nature area. Yes. So Coral Gables was a good starting I point thought, for you for that area. It really is. Plus, our hotel had like a, we stayed at the high Regency Coral Gables and there were a ton of like restaurants and walking distance. We kind of go explore during the day and then come back and just. Um, relax and get dinner in the area. Um, how big exactly is Little Havana? So it's pretty small. Like I was kind of surprised. Um, it's really like the main, if you're just going to explore, you're mainly going to stick to Calle Ocho and a few of the other side streets. Um, there's still a lot to see. It's a, like a few miles. So you can spend a lot of time walking around. Yeah. Checking out the shops and stuff. Yeah. Well, so if you could pick out like, what was your favorite? Did you go to shops or things like that? Or, you know, to go shopping other than restaurants? <laughs> yeah. I there. It's like a lot of like um, little touristy shops. Um, one of our, me and Andrew's tradition, my husband, um, wherever we travel somewhere, we like to get an ornament. <laughs> me um, too. Yeah. And then, um, so then our Christmas tree has lots of different memories. So we went to one little shop and found a cute ornament with some dominoes on it. Ah, that's Um, great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but my favorite is, so somebody just has time for one restaurant, not the tour. I really like old Havana's. It had a really nice, that's where we got the Cuban sandwich and it had a really nice patio. Um, so it was a great atmosphere and great food. And were you able to talk to any people that live there locally? 
Uh, yeah, we talked to a few on the tour. She she introduced us to the fruit person who ran the fruit market, the guy who um, did the cigar rolling. Um, and uh, yeah, and she also lives there, Amy, our tour guide. And I, her grandmother came over from Cuba. And so she had a lot of interesting stories about family members. And, you know, it's, it's really sobering to hear about the experiences they've been through and how they've built this community out of it. That's the main reason I was asking. I was curious if you talked to anyone who's either had come over or families had come over yes. and, and were settling here just to see what, you know, the difference in lifestyle was for them for there oh, versus yeah. here. Cause now they've started their businesses. They basically started this little town and that's amazing. Yes. That's a great it place really to have is. a little community. Yeah. 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 And they have all this stuff in common. Now, Amy, you, you talked a little bit about the murals. I want to touch on that just real quick. We um, because we've talked murals all over Florida. Right. And so there are murals there in Little Havana. But Little Havana is really close to another place that is known for their murals. Is it walking yes. distance to that place? No, so Wynwood, yeah. Um, yeah, so Little Havana has almost as many, uh, well, it has a lot of murals, but not as many as Wynwood. Okay. Um, and it's not walking distance. I'd say it's a 10-minute drive. Oh, okay. That's still not bad, yeah, though. Yeah, so it's really close. Um, okay, so that is, you know, so again, if you're in the area, you can do, you know, your afternoon or your even your morning at Little Havana and then pop over to Wynwood real quick and I have one more question get all about your photo ops. In Little yes. H- would you say that's a a one day thing or like a weekend kind of thing? I would say Little Havana, you can do it one day. There's okay. plenty to see there um, that for just one day. But, you know, if you want to go to Wynwood too, you could definitely make a weekend out of both those two. Got it. But, and I mean, it's, we're still talking, it's Miami. So there's, yeah, a there's no more to do that we haven't so even meaning covered you could yet. Make, you could make a weekend trip or like you did a week trip and just include that in one of your days. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Great. I think that's actually a pretty good. If you do the little Havana tour around lunch, then you can head over to Wynwood for the late afternoon, take pictures and um, get some food there too. That sounds good. Well, Amy, it was so great to have you on today, to have you come back. You're a wealth of knowledge of travel in Florida. So we're very happy to work with you. Yeah. We're, oh, so <laughs> we're going to have to have you come back again because, you know, there's still now we got to talk about the rest of your Coral Gables trip and yeah. the rest of Miami, the rest of Miami. That could take us that, a whole yeah, year. So right? we'll just schedule you You're in. Free, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Yeah, of course. Oh, absolutely. Thank you again, Amy. And go check her out at the Florida Travel Girl. Amy, just give us your socials real quick. Yep. So um, you can find me on Instagram, the Florida Travel Girl. Um, and my website um, is thefloridatravelgirl.com. Also have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, Florida Travel Finds. So you can find all my posts um, there and mainly my blog, though. That's where I post everything. Oh, that sounds good. All right. Well, Amy, thank you again thank so you, much. Amy. And we will talk to you soon. And now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week, we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And since we were talking about Havana and a little bit about cigars, I found a place called Rodriguez Cigars. Now, they're located in Key West, but the Rodriguez Cigar Factory is the oldest cigar manufacturer in the Florida Keys, and they have a sampler cigar collection that represents South Florida. Christina? 
Have you ever smoked a cigar? No, I have not smoked a cigar. <laughs> not my not my game. I have. It's been a long time. I don't think I'm going to anytime soon. <laughs> However, that is definitely a thing, right? Especially in Little Havana. Oh, yeah, exactly. So you can find the Rodriguez Cigars at RodriguezCigarsKeyWest.com. Fantastic. All right. Stay tuned to find out where we're going to go next week. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod or FloridaTravelPod.com where we are sharing our most recent travels. I believe I had a chicken on our Instagram yesterday. Mm-hmm. Tanya yeah. Tanya did her hair a little different, looked like a chicken. <laughs> if you've experienced something <laughs> that we haven't talked about, you can comment with your favorite tips or ideas, anything that you would like to hear more about on our social media. Or you can reach out to us at email at Florida Travel, hello at FloridaTravelPod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others really discover our content, gets that algorithm up there. If you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. I might be looking for a new host soon since... (laughs) You know, she called me a chicken. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod, and we're going to give you shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more. If you support us, it really does allow us to dedicate more time to research a new post (laughs) and also the best content from the Sunshine State. I love you, Tanya. (laughs) I love you, too. Next week, I think we're going to go ahead and try to get those Universal Hotels in. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Christina, you know, I get asked all the time how you can support our podcast. Why? Well, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to do the research, to travel, try out new things, to bring all of this information to our listeners. We also have to put it all together once we've recorded. Yes, we do. We have to write the show notes and upload everything. It takes time. It takes work. But it is work that we enjoy. Yes. It means this is part of our career, right? Exactly. However, you can support us by supporting us on Patreon. Yes, Patreon is a way for you to become sort of a part of what we do. And and you can even have a a name when you support us on Patreon. You can have a name? What kind of name do you get? (laughs) We have the Florida Tourist, which is someone who supports us at the level where you get a shout out on our episode, on a future episode. That's cool. You have the Snowbird. With the Snowbird, you get the shout out, but you also get exclusive Florida Travel Pod sticker and a postcard. Oh, how fun. And I love that we called it snowbird yeah snowbirds (laughs) they they come over here during winter time and take over our state and now we have the florida man of course we do the true at heart florida soul and they get the shout out the sticker but they also get a travel mug once they've been with us for three months nice Yep, it's a fantastic way to support us and say, hey, we'd like for you guys to get an income for what you're doing. Absolutely. It really is. It helps creators all over the world support their business. And you helping us supports our business really does mean the world to us. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.